Southwest Missouri State women's basketball will be starting the season on Friday. They're heading up to Minnesota. They've got battles with Southwest Minnesota State and Minnesota Crooks. And we're joined now by the new assistant coach for Northwest Missouri State women's basketball, Chris Gess. He is very familiar with the sport. I'm sure folks around that have known Northwest basketball have known his products over the years. A lot of Bearcats coming down from Waukee, Iowa. But Coach Gess, first of all, thanks for the time. Congratulations on the new gig and about to get things underway what is the feeling like for you, a longtime basketball coach, but now heading into your first college game? It's like Christmas. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been a long time goal of mine is to be not only a college basketball coach, but to get to do it at Northwest Missouri State. So I couldn't be happier right now. What makes it so special that you are here in Maryville? And of course, you've had a lot of connections with the program over the years with the players you've sent down. But it, what makes the Bearcats a little bit different from some other places? Um, I, I started bringing my high school teams here 25 years ago when Gene Steinmeier was coaching. And it was just our teams had fun. My parents were from the Albany and Trenton area. And I had several uncles go to school here many years ago. And so there was, always, there was already kind of a connection to the area. And uh, I, I love the town love the people at the university and it's just been it's just yeah you know, I already knew it was a special place and then when my players came here and they're coming from an area in West Des Moines where you know they have a mall they have all the things that they w would love to have and they can't say enough good things about Maryville and they never want to come home so that told me that this was definitely a very special place now, you've been coaching for a long time in the Iowa Basketball uh, Hall of Fame. Um, you've won many state championships. When you kind of think through and you said you've always wanted to be a college basketball coach, um, had some offers popped up here and there? Had you thought about pursuing it harder at times but pulled back because you were so successful? Or how did things just kind of fit right that you're in Maryville now? You know, that's, that's a great question. I, I pursued some opportunities, but nothing really became you know real concrete and it just never was the right time and then when you have a family and you get entrenched in the community that you live in it you know it never it never worked out right and so this just happened to be the perfect timing on both sides and I uh, kind of wore Austin down and begged him and then finally he said yes <laughs> When the when the talks do first kind of start, it kind of gets to that point of kind of being serious with Coach Meyer. I mean, uh, what was that discussion like when you're with your wife and you get off the phone or maybe you have dinner with Coach Meyer and you kind of get behind closed doors and, and you know that it's, it's that close to becoming a reality? Well, I had always ended every conversation since I met him. I go, hey, if you ever need somebody, let me know. I said, I can sweep the floor. I can wash your car. I said, I can mow your yard. I said, it doesn't matter. I said, I just want to get involved someday. And so, you know, he always thought I was joking. And so as things got a little bit more realistic and the timing on my end was going to work and the timing on his end was working, it looked like I started getting very excited. So, and then, you know, my wife who played basketball at the University of Colorado, she's was all in on that too i mean she got a chance to get rid of me so it works out there's nobody happier than her right now <laughs> no i could imagine my wife would kind of feel the same we get out for a little while so um now you mentioned it's a basketball family and, and uh, of course she played and you've coached for so many years here um you've had sons that have gone up and and been successful through athletics as well and you kind of look at some of these students that are coming in that parents are sending them off and kind of entrusting you guys to 
make great basketball players, but also mold them into adults as well. It's similar to what you've been doing in high school, but it's almost a little bit different because the parents do have to step away and you do take on more of a father figure role at times too whenever they are on campus with you. Oh, it's it's certainly, I think it's, it's uh, you have an opportunity to get to know them even better now because of that element where there's a little bit more of a distancing from where they grew up and now if they need something, they can, you know, you may get a phone call in the middle of the night, hey, my car doesn't start, I need somebody to jump it, or, you know, where do I go to get my oil changed, or, you know, just, you know, random things. So it's kind of fun to, uh, at my stage of my life, it's kind of nice to be needed at times and to get to help somebody out. So, I mean, that, that part I've really enjoyed. We look at uh, Chris Gass as a basketball coach over the years. If we were to ask someone that's coached against you for a long time, what would they say is a staple of your basketball teams? Um, I would say they would say something along the lines that we usually had some pretty physically tough teams and that we were um, we liked to play fast, we were relentless, and that um, we had fun doing what we did probably more than anything else. We enjoyed working hard. We enjoyed getting up and doing, you know, the things that nobody else wanted to do. I mean, at this, everybody works hard. Everybody puts in time, but it's a matter of the quality of time and the people that we did it with. And we always seem to have really fun teams to do that with. That feels like that's similar to what we've seen from Northwest, too, with the relentlessness and the work ethic and everything coming in. And, of course, if anybody knows um, about the Keldermans, who came from your program, that work ethic goes hand-in-hand hand there. Uh, has that transition been kind of fun going from, all right, have a good college career, to now here you are coaching them once again? Oh, yeah. In fact, I didn't tell them. I didn't tell them that this was going to happen on purpose. That way, if Austin wanted to talk to them and say, hey, you know what, we're, we're, we've got this coach, we're thinking about you know giving him an interview, what would you say about this person? So they had no idea that this was getting ready to happen. That way, if they wanted to say some very honest things and they didn't want me to find out, that they could express their concerns. So anyway, I wanted to, I didn't want to ruin any college experience that they had. So if they didn't want me here, they would have all, all the, the green light and freedom, and they, I would never know it. So, But, uh, you know, they've worn out guns, shooting guns, at Waukee and down here at Northwest now. So, you know, we should be billing them. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're putting the work, and I'm sure we're going to see that pay off, the season getting underway this Friday and Saturday uh, up in Minnesota. Is it pretty easy to step in whenever there's clearly a love of basketball with this team, and then you obviously share that same passion? Does that just kind of make it to where you just step in the room and just take off? Oh, it's – well, first of all, having Austin to work for has made that very easy. I mean, you want to talk about a great guy. Um, I came in. He he values your opinion. He's um, he says he'll let you know what he thinks. I th that's a good idea. Hey, Chris, that's not a very good. Idea. That's not a very good idea. And so it's been, it's fun coming to work. I have not worked a day since I got to Maryville. I mean, it has been fun to come in here. I get in here early leave really, really late, and uh, I got to know Linda very well in the hallways of Bearcat Arena, and so it's just been, every day's fun. You know, there are times, I think, within the coaching profession that you see some folks that have a lot of success, and there are a lot of big egos that come along with that. I don't get the impression 
from that from Coach Meyer or for yourself? Were there any concerns when you stepped in of like, I hope this goes well, but I don't know if we will gel? Um, I think that we, we met previous when he was recruiting some of the girls to come down here and play. And so we kind of knew each other, but not, you know, like that. And so over the course of the 10 years that I've probably gotten to know him better, um, you know, I, my, I think my big, my big pitch to him was that I've been really fortunate. A lot of people sacrificed for me to be, um, I guess, successful. I had great players. I had great parents and families. And then I had incredible coaches. And so they all did a ton of work. And then, you know, the person that's labeled the head coach gets the credit. All right. It wasn't anything magically I did. It was the combination of all the people or all the stakeholders. And so I told Austin that I wanted to make sure that he got his day. And if we can make this happen, it would be really, uh, I guess, satisfying to me to see him, you know, excel and get those accolades. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information is available on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu slash foundation. And Clorinda Regional Health Center, offering support to Southwest Iowa and Northwest Missouri each day during times of uncertainty through a local team of providers and nurses. More information at clorindahealth.com. Now back to this week's interview. It's a good relationship so far, and looking forward to this taking off. Uh, and he's taller than me. He's he's quite a bit <laughs> taller than you. <laughs> he could block your shot if he had to, I think. Oh, he, he can. <laughs> he doesn't like riding in a car with me. <laughs> you get the seats a little too close? Yeah, a little too close. Yeah. Um, you've taken on a lot of different roles now as a college basketball coach as opposed to high school. The recruiting trail. Is that something that you kind of looked at as, man, that's stressful. I don't want to, I don't know if I want to do that to, or have you kind of always been antsy to want to get out and, and just see new players, coaches and, and everything. That's my favorite part. Really? I love going out and recruiting. Um, I, I started right away and was in the uh, Iowa gyms and then, uh, I got into Nebraska, Kansas and Missouri. I mean, that part, I, I just love taking off in a car, seeing different gyms, talking to people and, that part has just been awesome. And then when they come to campus, they get to walk around with them and stuff. It's been, that's been just incredible. The leg up too, I would imagine the relationships that you build in 32 years of coaching in Iowa that people see you walk through the door and they think winning coach, but now you got the Bearcat Paul on, on as well. I mean, that's, that's pretty special. Well, sometimes they don't like you. <laughs> now so, they like you more. <laughs> You're not beating them anymore. Well, I don't know about that. We got beat our fair share, but... Um, it's, I still keep in touch with uh, a lot of the coaches in our conference, and uh, there, there are so many great, great people out there that are um, you know, still in our conference coaching, and it's, it's, been, it's been fun to stay in touch. They keep asking, well, how is it? What's it like? And, you know, it, you know it, I just got lucky to have the chance to do it. All of those people could do the very same thing that I'm doing. So it's just one of those things where, you know, the relationships and, you know, when you're young, you look at it like the, the coach of the other team is kind of against you or out to get you. And when, as you get older, I guess it took me a long time to figure stuff out. But, you know, those are your colleagues and those are your, you know, your, some of your closest friends. And so, yeah, you compete against each other. But at the end of the day, that's the first, you know, Scott DeYoung at Ankeny Centennial first person I'll call and say, hey, 
how you know what do you think about this would this work you know some of those people that have been successful you know for years and years and years and you know you just value their friendship and their opinions pretty cool relationships that you have. I'm sure as when you're young you're kind of like I don't know if I trust them yeah, like, develops exactly. over the years yeah you're competing against them you know you think it's, they're the enemy and you're like oh I'm not going to share anything with you you know and now you figure it out geez that was stupid <laughs> So. No, I've, I've had a lot of those that was stupid moments throughout. Yeah, no, I get you there. Um, tell me about this basketball team in particular right now with Northwest. 15-15 and 15 last year, two straight years of being 500 or better, and, and you can kind of feel things building. Continuity now with a lot of that team returning. When you kind of view Northwest, I mean, what makes this group a little different? I think they're hungry. I think they are very uh, multidimensional where they can do a lot of different things. And I think Coach Meyer has done a really good job of blending what they've done in the past with kind of our new concepts and things where now every individual has the opportunity to grow as a player and they have the freedom to fail and and grow. And I think to me that's the most exciting part about this is that we're going to see players improve and we're going to see them fail and we're going to see them we're going to see this group of people continue to get better and better because they're willing to take risk and i think that's the really neat fascinating part of these last six months that is kind of something you don't always think about but just being able to step in and say you're not going to get everything perfect but you can't play scared you can't play rigid go out there and be loose coach myers talked about maybe running up and down a little bit more um is that something that you kind of see some of the players light up a little bit of like, yeah, let's run and gun. Oh, yeah. I mean, you saw a little bit with the exhibition game against LTD that, you know, they got up and down. They're sharing the basketball. The ball's moving from side to side. And, you know, there's a, regardless of who we were playing in the competition level, when we uh, scrimmaged um, uh, with Columbia College and then again uh, with LTD, that uh, the sequences of passing and cutting and kicking out and um, it, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Have you kind of like stepping in? And, of course, there's a lot of extra stuff that you're doing now, college coaching, but you're not the head coach, so you're not kind of doing some of the media stuff other than right now when I hijack you, but some other things like that. Stepping in, just kind of focusing more on the player development. How huge is that as you see players come in that are hungry right now? Well, the media part was fun. You got to sit <laughs> and talk to people. But, no, the the skill development, that's that part has been a lot of fun because you get – that alone time with them where you can start to see them grow and it's just like raising your own kids you know when you see you know they they're improving they're getting better and then more importantly you start to see them gain confidence and they start really believing and they're like oh you know I can really do this and that's the big takeaways from it and you know eventually they'll see the results will come from that but uh, I mean, we're still in the process of making that happen, but I've seen a great deal of growth in the last six months. It's going to be fun to watch the Bearcats open up the season this weekend. Can I ask you a couple more quick ones, just yeah. so Bearcat fans can kind of get to know sure. Chris Guest heading in. Are you a suit and tie guy? We can think quarter zip. What are we looking for on the bench? Used to be a suit and tie guy for about 30 years. Yeah. And then um, the college coaches got really smart and went to the quarter zips and tennis shoes, and they were just that was the greatest day of all time. So you no longer have to go broke with dry cleaning and be miserable and sweat to death on the sideline. So quarter zips are right up my alley. I always hate that. I feel for the coach when I see him put the jacket on and they're sweating through it. Like That's, that's tough. So um, 
Are you uh, sharing responsibilities with Coach Meyer on the bench? Have you guys discussed who's going to be able to write officials? Or at what point do you yell at them? Uh, joking, of course, but there is a certain little finesse with, with officials and everything out oh, there, yeah. isn't there? I think my job is to stay on my chair and to do whatever Coach Meyer says. <laughs> Only yell at the officials if he's in front of you. They yes. can't see who's That's saying exactly it, right? Yeah. right. <laughs> All right. Um, you mentioned it. Sherry, your wife, played basketball at the University of Colorado. You went to Graceland. Have you guys gotten a gym right now and, and matched up? Could she take you one-on-one? Uh, she'd probably post me up. Yeah. She'd back me. She'd back me down and score right over the top of me. <laughs> You're gonna step out, and knock down some threes. Uh, well, if the arm is working and I can get it there, yes. But I, I don't know. I think she would. She can really shoot. All right. Last one for you, and this is a tough one. Loaded question. Who is the best basketball player that you coached in Center Northwest? Oh boy. Yeah. I. I can't answer that. I, I don't know. There's just so yeah. many of them. So to pick one, it would be criminal. But uh, let's focus on the ones that are here, there you go. Those, the twins. <laughs> How's that? Chance for big years out of both of them. So, uh, Coach Guess, I appreciate you sitting down and the time and looking forward to getting to know you more and, and watching this team produce as we go throughout the year. Thank you very much. That is the new assistant coach for Northwest Missouri State women's basketball joining us, Chris Guest. The basketball season gets underway this weekend. Northwest Missouri State women heading up to Minnesota. The Northwest Missouri State men will be down in St. Joseph. Both teams playing this Friday and Saturday. Be sure to check out some of the previous interviews that we've had on the pod. They include Lisa Pendragnol, who played tennis here at Northwest Missouri State, and MIAA champion cross-country Caroline Cunningham. We spoke with Jonathan Baker, Charles Gaddy, Dave Tolson, all of Northwest football, and many more. Check out those archived episodes of the podcast, and be sure to rate, review, share the podcast with your friends as well. I'm Matt Tritton. We'll talk to you again next time.